Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another Disney vs. Disney Debates, the podcast where we try to figure out exactly what is the best Disney film ever made. I am your Grandmaster Zane C. Weber and with me as always off mic unfortunately this week is Julie Eisentrager fact checking us all the way to the end and keeping our debaters honest. Our debaters this week, the ineffable Taylor Davidson. I'm ineffable. Ineffable. That's so cool. And the inimitable Miranda Selwood. Hello. Miranda Selwood, why do you love Disney? Well, why... Would anyone not love Disney? Disney is like home. It's a, the birthplace of imagination and joy. I went to Disneyland and it was awesome. The end. I bought this hat that I'm wearing. It looks really cool. <laughs> Thank you. I like it a lot. You want to see the hat? Just find us on social media. What, what flavor is it? Steampunk Disney ears. Ah, yeah. I had the princess ones with the veil that like goes down. How girly of you. It was, but I was the only one. I went to Disneyland by myself. Um, so I didn't have anyone to laugh at me. Aww. So it was good though. Single rider lines. Yeah, totally worth it. I didn't have to feel guilty. Anyway. Is sorry. that why you love Disney? Taylor yep, Davidson? That's the only reason. Single rider lines. Single rider <laughs> lines. 70 minute queue to like 10 minutes. Well, regardless of how much we like Disney, we need to know which is the best Disney film ever made. So which movie are you here to debate for today? Taylor? Ratatouille. Ratatouille versus... Toy Story 2. Ooh, this is a big oh, one, everyone. This is these two. Especially that- since Toy Story 2 is the best Disney film ever made. So right here, right now. Taylor Davidson, any rebuttal? No, it, it, Toy Story 2 is the best Disney film ever made. Oh, no. All right. End of debate. I guess, debate. <laughs> I guess no, no need to debate No, Ratatouille then. is, oh, it's so good. But I also do really like Toy Story 2, so this is going to be hard. It is But I'm be ready hard. to fight. For Ratatouille <laughs> and rats around the world. Well, rats need their time in court and we are about to give them their time. So there are five criteria that I'm looking for in this debate. I'm looking for the memorable moments, the message, the movie magic, the magic music, and that Disney touch. So we will start off with a three-minute opening statement from each of you. We rolled a dice before we started and Taylor Davidson won the roll, giving the right of first statement to Miranda Selwood. See how I phrased that like it was a good thing that she was giving you? Yes. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I have good. such confidence in my film, not in my debating skills at all. We'll see. But <laughs> is it a debating thing that film. you want to go second or is that just a me thing? Second is usually gives oh, okay. you Okay, that's more my preference, idea. but I didn't know if it was a debate yeah. thing. Like I said, I quit my grade eight debate team. 
<laughs> That's how confident I we was didn't at debating. We have a debate team. Oh, okay, here we go. So, no, so Miranda, you will get a warning at two minutes and you will get cut off at three. <laughs> the jig is up, you jaded duck. Queen duck. And your time starts when you start talking. Toy Story 2. From the Star Wars opening, you know this movie is going to be epic. Headed by Pixar legend John Lasseter and the return of stars Tim Allen and Tom Hanks, it is, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the rare sequel that arguably improves on its predecessor, uses inventive storytelling, gorgeous animation and a talented cast to deliver another rich movie-going experience for all ages. Incidentally, it is the third best-rated animated feature on Rotten Tomatoes and one of only four Disney animations to receive an approval rating of 100%. The film has awards and critical claim across the board, not to mention box office success to the tune of almost $500 million. At a time when the Bechdel test and uh, female representation was a conversation that was growing momentum, Toy Story franchise introduces Jessie and brings more female characters into the fold and to the fore. Music superstar Randy Newman features Jessie in the Grammy Award winning When She Loved Me, a fine example of Newman's ability to score heartfelt emotions. The second Toy Story is bigger and better, exploring a bigger world, developing the characters from the first film and adds more to the amazing ensemble of characters voiced by an equally amazing cast of actors. This movie is is full of Disney magic, which is intrinsic in the imagination and play that is required to bring toys to life. The story of loyalty, friendship, love, and their value above all else is 92 minutes of quotable joy, and it has a dog. Three, if you include Slinky and Bullseye. And that's your time. Excellent. Well done. I didn't even get the, did I get the warning. I wasn't no, listening. No, you had you had 16 seconds before your warning. Whoa. Well, then I would like to use this extra time to say that I just freaking love this movie and I can literally quote everything that Rex the dinosaur says. Please, continue. <laughs> just Rex. <laughs> just Rex. Here we go. I'll never be Zerg. Look at my little arms. I can't jump and push the fire button at the same time. I can't watch. Somebody cover my eyes. How do you spell FBI? I could go on, but I won't. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Taylor, it is yep. now your turn. Three minutes with a warning at two to tell me why Ratatouille is the best Disney film ever made. Your time starts when you start talking. Oh, sorry, I was just psyching myself up. Okay, Ratatouille is an incredible film. Um, it is from 2007. It's a computer animated comedy film. Uh, it was released by Pixar and Disney. Um, and it was the eighth film produced by Pixar and co-written and directed by Brad Bird, who, as we know, did um, The Incredibles, which is also a lovely Disney film. Um, it's got rats that can cook. I don't understand really what more you want in a Disney film. It is so wholesome and so beautiful. Stop making that face at me, Julie Eisentrager. Um, I love this film because it is just so beautiful to watch. Um, as someone who really enjoys words and reading and imagining things, this is one of the few films for me that I just love like looking at for color and, and animation and beauty. Um, 
a lot of my favorite memorable moments are like the montages of Linguini learning to cook and when Remy is on his head and controlling him and pulling him around. And then when Colleen, who is the strong female character, the only woman in the kitchen is giving him all her tips and teaching him how to be in the kitchen. Um, I love um, all those sort of sequences of events. I love a good montage in a film and I think Ratatouille does that really well. And then of course the um, the final moment where um, Anton Ego, the food critic, um, goes back to his childhood memory of Ratatouille and the whole thing is sort of tied together. I think it's so beautiful. Um, the message of this film is obviously anyone can cook, which is just like my favourite thing ever, which is not necessarily to say that anyone can cook, but um, that anyone can can do what they set their mind to and anyone can create and make something even um, even the unexpected, which I think is really important and which really um, stuck out to me when I was young and still does. Um, the music in this film though isn't, um, though there's no like, the characters don't get up and sing anything, which I know is common in a Disney film. The instrumental music is so beautiful. Um, it's it's one of those instrumental albums that you can put on your phone and listen to. Oh my God, two minutes. And um, you you still love it. Um, there's a really great tango called Colleen Shows Him Lerops, which is um, my favorite. Um, I think the magic of this film is all the colors and the animation and the emotion, the mixture of rats and humans and the combination of those two worlds and how visually stunning this film is, especially the food, which was incredibly animated and um, really well designed. Um, and I, and I think that the whole Disney touch of this film is just, it's just magical. Like it, it shouldn't work. Rats that cook absolutely shouldn't work as a film concept, but it, it does. And it's beautiful um, and it's inspiring and it's fun and hilarious. And uh, that is why I love this film, Ratatouille. All right. Excellent. Who needs that extra 20 seconds. Not me and not, not Taylor. All right. <laughs> so we'll move straight on to rebuttals, which is where both of you will get a chance to tell me why you think your opponent's film is not the best Disney film ever made. So you'll have two minutes with no warning. You'll just get cut off at the end of the time. And your time, Miranda, starts when you start talking. Okay, I have some serious problems with the basic concept. You said as a concept it, this movie shouldn't work, and I'm sorry, it doesn't. Rats have really poor eyesight, so it's very unlikely that Rennie would have learned to cook by watching TV and reading cookbooks. This is something that rats physically cannot do. So rats can't cook. Done. Okay? Done. They also can't control humans by tugging their hair. This makes absolutely no freaking sense. None at all. The, that tugging someone's hair creates involuntary movement and that you could get just – I'm moving on. You said that um, this movie does have one strong female character and she's the only woman in the kitchen. Um, of Pixar movies ranked by how feminist they are, this movie from 2007, well after the movement of pushing strong female characters, characters is number six whereas Toy Story 2 much earlier is number three so take that um also there is absolutely no purpose to her love story it is literally just thrown in there and what is with her accent I'm sorry but there's a I have a little bit of a problem with the voice work in this film and in particular the layering of the French accent in some of the characters and hers is the voice that annoys me the most um the final moment being tied together by the bad guy you know remembering his childhood 
that's Toy Story 2 entire film. So thank you for ripping that concept off my perfect movie. Um, you said the score was beautiful to listen to and really honestly most of it is borrowed from classic French um, music. So, uh, you know, Randy Newman actually wrote his own music for uh, my movie. So good luck with that. Um <laughs> And as far as montages go, I mean, seriously, if your movie needs montages to get through its plot faster, it's because it's got plot holes. Um, also, rats are smelly. Put the jiggers up, you jaded jughead and jack in also, the Also, rats are smelly. We will. Rat are spewy. <laughs> okay, so we will, uh, we will <laughs> we'll end with that. Rat are spewy. I'm not sure which category to mark that. Uh, Rebuttal in magic moments. <laughs> so that is that is some I just harsh really words. Hate eggplant. I hate eggplant. It's the worst vegetable. And it's not even visible in the film. It is. There's not big old eggplants just That's like sitting around. That's what is made from. It's made primarily from well, eggplant. Ladies, I think <sighs> this can wait for the open discussion. Taylor. <laughs> You've got a, you've got a little bit, uh, a little bit of work to do. Okay, I've got like, a lot of caps was, lock on my computer right now. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was hard and fast from Miranda with her rebuttal. So you now have two minutes to do your worst to <laughs> Toy Story Two, and your time starts when you start talking. Rats can't cook. Toys can't come to life. That's the whole basis of your movie. In what movie do our Disney people actually do what they do? Name one Disney film, which is based entirely on real possibility, where the, the characters and the um, can actually do what they do in real life. It's not a thing. Don't You can't argue that rats can't cook when your toys don't come to life. But my toys no, do sorry, this what is, is possible bottle. Okay, by okay, toys. The Star Wars opening theme... Is derivative already. Okay, it's a sequel, so we're already not original, are we? You've already playing off a commercial success of an original film. Um, Ratatouille is standalone and on its own, and it doesn't need a sequel. It's not having a sequel. It was yeah, perfect never got on a its sequel, own. Doesn't it need rubbish. one. Ratatouille two is just ridiculous. Okay, critical acclaim, like you told us, told us, does not make for a great film. That's that's critics. Okay, do children love it? I don't know. Do they review it? I don't think so. So I don't know. <laughs> Stop giving me all these numbers about number three and hundred percent. I don't. Like, who cares? That's a bunch of adults. Okay. They introduce one female character to combat an entire upcoming message of what? Jesse. No, they introduced more than one, but she was the uh, most Jessie. heavily featured. Okay. Wow. That, that's really exciting. And also they leave Barbie in there and I'm like, oh, great Barbie. Um, okay. You were like, I can quote a bunch of stuff. And then you held up your piece of paper and read off it. Cause I didn't want I to miss literally the good quote ones. it. And then she held up a piece of paper and read her piece of paper. So fake news. Okay. You didn't even have <laughs> two minutes worth of stuff to say about your film, which tells me, what is there to say about it? Okay. We didn't even get to a warning bell. Um, what? So, okay. Uh, the chicken guy, he's the evil guy. Where is the wholesomeness in that? What happens to him? He I don't think come it, up I don't know that. He, yeah, but it's not wholesome. Like my guy ends up being good in the end. He revokes his ways. He, he opens the rat restaurant. He saves the world. What does the chicken guy do? Eat more cheesels? Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. It's the music in mine is actually. Jig is up, you jaded jughead and jack in the box. The jig is up, Jack in the Box. (laughs) I see you trying to get some extra little points in there. I have one more capital line, but I'll save it for later. I will say this is 
probably the most animated debate we've had so far. So congratulations. Clearly you don't remember my original debate of 101 Dalmatians where you could hear me typing viciously in the background. (laughs) I'm struggling to keep up. So let's take a little break and we'll come back with open discussion about these two films. It's Julie and KB from Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. What do we talk about, Julie? Conspiracies. No way. What kind do we talk about? Celebrities. Government. Time travel. Ooh. Tune in every Monday. What day? Monday. What was it? Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday for your fill of conspiracy theories. Okay, so we are back with the open discussion portion of this debate. Now, I have a couple questions because there have been a lot of opinions flowing about in this particular debate. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, So I would like to uh, drill a little bit deeper on a point that Taylor made, being that because Toy Story 2 is a sequel, it is therefore inherently derivative no. and does not stand on its own. I would like to give Miranda a chance to answer that because she it's not also, be in that piece of paper. She also made the point that it was one of the rare breeds of sequels that was better than its progenitor. Well, that's not good, is it? For you it's not, for her it is. So that's why we're going to discuss a little bit about what it means to be a sequel and whether or not Toy Story 2 is a good example of what a sequel is. So, Miranda, if you have opinions and thoughts. I do have opinions. You know who else has opinions? The Hollywood Reporter, who's Mm, proclaimed. Instead of essentially remaking an earlier film and deeming it a sequel, the creative team, led by director John Lasseter, delves deeper into their characters while retaining the fun and spirit of the original film. There were a lot of things about this film when they... They started to make a sequel um, that they they put together the story and they thought they were going to base it on this, that and the other and it wasn't really working and then they all just – they John Lasseter went away with a little team and they rewrote the entire thing over a weekend and created something new out of the characters that already existed. So introducing uh, the rest of the Roundup team, they tackle a different kind of story, um, a different element of um, the importance of friendship and family and loyalty and love, and they do it in um, a way where this time they're literally stacking it up against the value of um, physical things like money and acclaim and fame and um, we see a different world. The uh, family has moved house, which is what happened in the first film and we now are not centred entirely around the house and the journey between one house and another. We see a lot more of the whole world um, and they go into the toy store, they cross the road, they go up an elevator shaft. There's a lot more to this film than just a rework of the first one, let's make some more cash off it. And they did the same thing. They waited another 10 years before they made the third one and we're about to get the fourth one and no one is – no. No one is worried about it being a remake of the first film because reinventing new stories with these characters is what this franchise is all about. Does that 
No, I just true? hear like we had a really average first film, so we like remade it with this film because it wasn't good enough the first time. So here you go. I it's think Toy Story was rather critically acclaimed when it came out and then Toy Story 2 and more so. Toy Story freaks me out though because it. it has that guy with the spiky hair and the sand pit. Yeah. So I don't like that. Sid was scary. He was Sid a really was scary. Sc- he was like hectic scary when I was eight. Commercialism is what's scary in this one. Whoa. But also the chicken guy. What's yeah. his name? Do you know his name? <laughs> Big Al. Oh, Big Al. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, so. Uh, I hate that chicken. One other thing that both of you kind of lent on a little bit in the message of your film is uh, feminism and female characters. So I'd like you to both kind of talk a little bit more about what women mean to your film and why your film um, is a good representation of how women should be treated in cinema. And we'll start with Taylor this time. Yeah, that's right. Um, Colleen is a great female character and they they put her on her own in this kitchen for a reason and it's to make her stand out. And she says, do you like look around, do you see anyone else in this kitchen who's a woman? No, it's because I had to work this hard to get this far. And what they're doing by making her the only strong female character in this movie is showing that there is a lack of female characters in every industry that you do have to work that much harder when you're a woman to make it because um, it's harder to get opportunities to make it further in your career, even in something like being a cook where a lot of women are expected to go home to their families and cook every night. But if they're doing it in a professional context, they suddenly have to fight against all these men and she has to work so much harder. So with that female character, they, they really single, like single her out. Um, but then they don't give her a backbone. They give her a romantic story. But they don't, like, and when, that's she, really... when she becomes part of the romantic story, she she takes immediate second place to the lead male. But she fights that back. She, well, she not very well. She goes goofy and but she and, she walks out on him. You know, it's not like she supports him. Oh, event <laughs> like when when there's a kitchen full of rats, she comes back to the rats. I would I mean, argue, and not Linguini. Those are pretty good points, Taylor. I will say. Um, can you talk a little bit, Miranda, about women, particularly Jesse, in Toy Story 2? Well, this was a lot earlier and like I said in my opening statement, it was when that conversation was really starting. And um, by the way, I'm aware that neither of our films passed the Bechdel test. Nah, there no are way. no two female characters who have a discussion in anything um, about something other than men. Um, there are a number of female characters that really were deliberately pushed to the fore in this film. Um, we got Mr. Potato Head turned into the pairing of Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head and she's given a lot of um, presence and sass and and power in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um uh, we see a little bit more of... But she doesn't get to go on the journey. She doesn't get to go She's on the journey. She's a supporting character to the man. She is a supporting character to the man. I'm not denying that. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> now I feel bad for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesse is the one who, who, who shows a little bit more independence and it is uh, um, one of the slightly disappointing things that right in the very, very last scene... They start this whole oh, but she and Buzz could get together thing, um, but and it was kind of unnecessary. But then they, you know, do she that. comes with a male horse and a male father figure, creepy thing. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like with they, one female character comes that two was, male characters. Yes, correct. But that was part of a package of a nineteen fifties um, 
thing. So they're saying that this character set is from the past, but they're allowing her to have a lot more gumption and presence and intellect than her character in the show, which the Mm -hmm. toy is based on, would have. Um, And she really drives a lot of the plot for the story, which is, um, you know, a big step along the path from Toy Story 1 to Toy Story 2. I think that it was – it was a conversation that was starting to happen and they made choices to try and help the cause and it it didn't take every step. It's not frozen. It's not, you know, but it was a really solid step along that path to female representation and representing females as something individual who had a lot to contribute to the story. Yeah, and like you said, it was featured on this list above Ratatouille, but Ratatouille was also also pretty high up. (laughs) But so, but so much later, like by then, I would have expected more from 1999. Not that much later. It's only eight years. At a time when that that conversation was being brought so much to the fore, I would have expected more than one female character in Ratatouille. Uh, The grandmother shoots the gun. Yeah, the grandmother shoots a gun. Come at me. Okay. She's a strong, independent <laughs> woman leaving alone with a gun. Okay. Also, I'm just going to leave you with Much that. like my nana. <laughs> I think you buried yourself in that one. but Yeah, okay. it's a little bit of a, a trope. Uh, but, okay, and do you have Damn. questions for each other or shall we move on to our final summation? I'm Some, happy to move on. Um, I, you, okay, you said that your music was really like – Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you attacked my music, I it's derivative because it's cultural. Like it's set in a different country and so the music is representative of that country. I don't think it's yeah. like copying anything. Mm. What does your Except music – it literally takes like French songs and just uses them. Whereas Randy well, Newman scored the action and the emotion that was happening in the scene – for the scene. The only um, music that they reused in this film was also his from the original, which is the classic Toy Story, You've Got a Friend in Me. Okay. All right. Well, we will fact check the the status of the music in these films while we have another little break and we'll come back with our final statements. All right, we've had our debate. We have had our discussion. All that is left is your summation. Summation. As is tradition, Miranda, you will be going first with one minute for your final tradition statement. Tradition for Miranda to go first. In, In this fa- debate. Is that the tradition? <laughs> I've gone first every other time. You'll have one minute with no warning. I'll just cut you off at the end of one minute. Do you dare cut me off. And your time starts when you start talking. Animation legend Chuck Jones called the film wonderful and beautifully animated and told Lasseter he was advancing the cause of classic animation in a new and effective way. Toy Story 2, a box office success, a critical success, an award-winning success. Randy Newman's music complements an interesting and delightful story that features a brilliant ensemble of genuine characters, which is especially surprising since they're actually toys. (sighs) When She Loved Me is a sequence that is a beautiful, memorable moment, as is the end, Woody's finest hour, as he turns to Jesse and they grasp each other and leap out of a plane. That's exciting and fun. I like it. The message of friendship... (laughs) 
<laughs> is evident in this whole film and in the final song, You've Got a Friend in Me. The movie magic literally brings toys to life. To life. Toys to life. Randy Not Newman, possible. music, done. Disney touch, humour and joy. The jig is up, you jaded junkhead. music the done is the worst argument ever. Ever. Okay. All right. Let's not let's not say anything Let's. we can't take back. Uh, Taylor, you will have one minute to respond or to say something that you wish to say, and your time starts when you start. Oh, talking. I thought you were going to say now, and I panicked. Well, oh no! Now it has started. Okay. Um, okay. I'm not going to speak about critics. I'm not going to read off a piece of paper. I'm going to speak from the heart because that's what Disney films are all about. It's about how they make you feel and what you remember. This film is beautiful. It's wonderfully animated. It's full of color. It's full of food. They took photos of food and animated it and ate it to make sure that they were getting the real experience and feeling. It's it's not something that's possible. It's rats that are cooking, but I think that just makes it so much more beautiful. Um, it's got a strong female character. It's got hilarious moments. I killed a man with this thumb. Could be my entire wrap-up summation. Anyone can cook. Um, it's it's just beautiful. I Like when I think about this film and how it makes me feel, I just, it's so complete in what it does. And it just brings everything that Disney does well about imagination and creativity um, to life on a screen in France with beautiful music that I have literally tangoed to, like literally with a partner, I have tangoed to Ratatouille music and it's magical and cultural and beautiful and it doesn't need kitschy American lyrics. Um, and it it does everything that you need. The jig is up, you jaded, jug-headed jack-in-the-box. I keep right. saying jug-headed and I keep thinking about Riverdale. It's very distracting. Uh, that's just one of the many things we throw at you mm. to keep you on your on your toes here it's at Disney vs. Disney. Not Miranda. Uh, well, like it is. She just probably doesn't like Riverdale. I've never seen Riverdale. Oh, it's really good. You should look at Cole Sprouse. He's really pretty. Okay. okay. Also, Disney young star. So there you go. So <laughs> I will say we have done a fact check on Miranda's statements about the music, and it does seem that they are all original songs composed specifically for the film, whether or not they're homaging or drawing. Old white man. Pardon? Sorry? Just thinking about this, this is an argument for Ratatouille. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, good. Thank you. Keep going. <laughs> uh, so I, I have, I have uh, taken that into account. I will now tabulate my scores. So please take a moment and tell each other what you like about your movies and we will come back with my final judgment. Do you want to go first? Well, speaking of music, I actually really enjoy listening. I know to that the killed me every Ratatouille. time you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like the French music. It's it's well treated in the movie. Mm. I do like it. It's a fun movie. I just Toy Story is better. Is that it? Yeah. I have so much love for Toy Story 2. I know, because it's great. I'm, it is so really great. I, like, I was like, I 100% wanted to do Ratatouille, and Zane was like, cool. And then he was like, cool, you're up against Toy Story 2. And I was like, no, no. anything but Toy Story 2, because that would be like the next one I'd debate for probably. Mm. Like, Miss Davidson, do you know what I thought was very, very strange that you didn't bring up? What? Rodents are Walt Disney's thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Mickey Mouse. I didn't need that. And there is a hidden Mickey, an actual Mickey yeah. in Ratatouille. Yeah, there's lots of Where? cool There's lots of cool stuff he I didn't get past. to bring up. Like um, oh. there's lots of really cool details of stuff and there's lots of theories about how everything kind of wraps 
around like the woman in the beginning is actually Anton Ego's mom because you see her in the flashback and all this kind of stuff. And Colleen's got the scars on her arms from racks, which is like um, from cooking racks, which is like a common chef thing, mm. um, all kinds of stuff. But I didn't, anyway, I really, I'm talking about Toy Story 2. I really love Toy Story 2. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite Disney movies. I watched it a lot as a kid, like a lot, a lot. Mm. Um, and I love Jesse. And I agree with you that, that, Toy Story 1 is a bit scary. Oh my God. It terrified me and it terrified my little sister. Which like, is as why a, I think children, Toy Story 2 is better than Toy we, Story 1. Yeah, but. we didn't watch Toy Story 1 as much just because like Sid was really creepy and that Sid like- was creepy. The, the spidery one with the doll's head on mm. it, like, and the sand. Oh, I hated it. But Toy Story 2 was just much better and I got on board with Jesse and- I definitely and on board with Jesse. lots of quotable stuff in it. I loved it a lot. Um, And it was really hard to debate against. And I can quote it without reading them. Okay. <laughs> One day. I wrote them down from my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote them down from, from my, my head. head. I need to get Randy Newman off my screen. Okay, bye. All right. <laughs> I have tabulated my scores and this is totally unprecedented what, what? has happened. So let me walk you through it. When it comes to Toy Story versus Ratatouille, these are two critically acclaimed movies. Uh both audiences and critics, and when it comes to film returns and budgets, they all succeeded above and beyond what movies usually would. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't I answer didn't for it. <laughs> I, did, I don't think it's uh, anyway. And I guess that is that is a little bit why Toy Story took out the movie Magic because Miranda did bring the numbers and just, well, I don't want to say that Ratatouille is not a magical movie because the things that they did with food animation that Taylor talked about was amazing. And it's one of these things that they pick one thing in each movie that they want to focus on so that they have that to carry on into the future. Um, And the food animation and the colour palette and the way Mm. that they animated the, the rats is amazing in Ratatouille. But Toy Story 2 was just such a success, such a massive both build upon Toy Story Mm. and opening up this entire world, which has led to not Mm. one but two other um, follow-up movies. So Toy Story took out the movie Magic. Yes. When it came to memorable moments, this one went to Ratatouille. Because. I can't remember anything from Toy Story 2 right now. No, well, Miranda did bring up a lot of a lot of things that were great about Toy Story too. But Taylor, the whole thing is so quotable. But it, anyway. is, it is very quotable. But it's no Mean Girls. Okay, <laughs> Ta- Taylor, I'm trying to give you a okay, point sorry, sorry, here. Sorry. <laughs> um, but Ratatouille, everything that you brought up is about a point in the movie that you loved and connected with. Uh, and I, th- so it, it got through with one point but it still beat out Toy Story. Over the When She Loves Me sequence. I'm very sorry, Miranda. Taylor gave me one more point than you did. Now, when it comes to message, when it comes to music, and when it comes to that Disney touch, your movie's tied. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So when it comes to to message, you both uh, brought up uh, women and how they're presented in your film, and I do think that Ratatouille with Colleen – did Colette. Treat, Colette, sorry. I definitely called her Colleen earlier. I'm really sorry. Mm. Her name's Colette. That might <laughs> yeah, have been so what I wrote down. don't even know her name. But I will see the Doesn't way matter. that she's, she's treated in the film is 
exactly the point that they're trying to make. She is the only woman there and that is the point that the movie's trying to make rather than make the the kitchen uh, equally men and women. They're making a point that she's had to work so hard and that is why she's the best as what she is. Whereas Toy Story was a little bit ahead of its time and so you both got those points and I think the you both have very simple and powerful messages which is friends and family versus money and for toy story and but and then you also had that anyone can create anyone can cook in ratatouille so you both had really strong messages neither neither film are really known for their music uh Randy Newman did a great job in toy story and I did note that Miranda waited until off she was off mic to say that she loved the movie in Ratatouille. Um, and the music. The music. The mu- sorry. The <laughs> I music said it when I was on mic too. Oh, did Eventually. you? Yeah. Excellent. Because because it, it is uh, taking away that the the critique that they were drawing from existing sources, uh, you tied there as well. And when it comes to that Disney touch, I think they're very similar movies. Like Disney has learned how to put itself in these films in invisible ways that the audiences learn to love. So what it comes down to is weight of numbers of points. How many good points did you give me and how many bad points did your opponent give me? And in this situation, Toy Story 2 is the better Disney film. Yes. So, when you said it was unprecedented, I got so excited. I was like, maybe I'm going to win this. <laughs> I, we've never I'm, tied I'm, three categories yeah, together. Yeah, wow. I'm, I, yeah, look, good job, Taylor. I felt attacked. <laughs> That's the goal. You came out strong, Miranda. And, and You were very prepared also. I was not. I could blame that on a lot of things, but I just wasn't really. Enough. Well, I don't know. I like know. to speak from the heart and that's always my theory, but um, you did just have a lot of really good facts written down and I just wasn't ready. I don't know what's going to happen on the Facebook poll for this one. Uh, I yeah, think both on, of guys. these movies have a really good chance of of being really popular. So I don't know whether they're going to balance it out. It'll be neck and neck. Oh, I don't know. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of Toy Story fans though. So The Toy Story fan base is so huge because yeah, there's so much to pick ourselves. from. We've got to split ourselves between Toy Story, Toy Story 2 films. and Toy Story 3. So go and vote for like Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 1. Get your Toy Story fix there. But when it comes to <laughs> this one, just vote Ratatouille. But Toy Story 2 is the best out of the three. It is the, the best three. out of the three. I'm going to so, say four. So if you think I've made the wrong choice and that Ratatouille should be going through to the next round, you can go on our Facebook page and vote. Vote on the poll for Ratatouille to make it through as a wild card in the Don't next be rude, round. Julie there, anything can happen. Like I have said that it's go, only going to be four wild cards. But look, I seem to be making the non-popular choice a lot. So we might have to revisit that close. Well, so what's, what's the agreement? Four wild cards at the moment. Four wild cards. Oh, there's that's so and they will be spend. paired together depending on the the percentage of the vote that they they receive on the polls. Right. Can All you right. can you give us any update on how yeah, the what's wild happening? Card spots are looking. There at was the one that was like wildly uh, more voted than your choice. It right? is Tangled. Yes, that it one because you chose Alice Goofy in, Movie over Tangled. Tangled, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, Lilo and Stitch, and Bambi. Lilo and Stitch has to come moment. back. For Leo sure. and Stitch and Bambi are tied for their percentages. Leo and Stitch. So anything can still happen. Uh, like the, we've still got more than more than half the debates to go. 
So oh my goodness. It is, Ooh. it's getting real. Uh, so, so thank great. you again for debating. Congratulations to Miranda. Thank you. I'm sorry if I was not gracious toward Ratatouille. I just really love my film. <laughs> I really love your film too. But you know what? I want to go home and watch Ratatouille. Ratatouille. <laughs> so pretty. All right. Well, you can find us online on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, thank you again to Julie Eisentrager for fact-checking us all the way to the end. Next time we might have you on mic again. And is there anything you would like to plug, ladies? Uh, I, I think we should plug again. Um, we are all involved, maybe, or at least Miranda and I and Fact Checker Julie involved with the 24-hour. Oh, yeah, I'm not involved yet. Musical yet. project. Uh, Auditions on the- I just want to say <laughs> that I'm giving up my sister's bachelorette party uh, for the possibility of being in the show and okay. she's cancelled the whole thing. So we, please <laughs> cast me. We may. Wait, she cancelled her wedding? She cancelled her bachelorette. Yeah, she cancelled. <laughs> she called off the wedding because I want to be in the 24-hour musical. That's my dedication to this well, project. tickets are on sale. There will be links in the show notes so you can. You can 24hmp.com. There we go. And uh, is there anything else? Would you like oh, to plug I'll your- just give a quick plug to Fluff and Papa podcast. Fluff and Papa podcast. Um, <laughs> we've got a very exciting episode coming out uh, shortly. Probably would have just come oh, out. Oh, or it's this. just come out. Yeah. I've just finished recording it uh, all the way from uh, New York City. So. With Melanie Bullivan. So um, if you haven't uh, listened to that podcast, go check out Floof and Papa. It's, it's a podcast all about dogs. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Have your say on our social media and we will catch you this time next week to keep finding out which is the best Disney film ever made. Keep watching Disney. your favorite tv show what's your favorite movie do you think the godfather is overrated then you've tuned into the right place i'm shane i'm josh i'm chancellor and we're the mighty motion picture rangers in-depth discussions on movies and tv there's interviews commentaries and more top 10 lists than you can imagine it's all available at the mighty motion picture rangers available wherever you get your podcasts also available at that's not canon productions.com